Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Good morning. morning. Hope you had a great Easter. Ate lots of deviled eggs, Easter eggs. Ham and chocolate. Cadbury eggs. Did you have ham? Ham, yeah. We did. Yeah. We had ham, scalloped potatoes, asparagus risotto. Yeah. Spinach salad. What else did we have? A lot of deviled eggs. Many varieties of deviled eggs. I could eat them every day. I know. Isn't it crazy? Like if somebody said to you, eat four hard-boiled eggs, you'd be like, no. But if you made them deviled eggs, you could down them in a heartbeat. Oh, sure. Well, I brought some in. I've got leftovers. Oh, oh you did? It's a great protein source. Let's yeah. do it. What kind did that you bring in? Good. Yeah. I brought them all. You can sample them all. I love this day. We got, let's see, we got green eggs and ham. Okay. Which is basically avocado and bacon. Oh, that sounds good. Mixed okay. in with the egg and all Perfect. that stuff. Uh, there's your traditional. But just like the mustard and mayo. Yeah, got one with borzon cheese in it. Oh, nice. Uh, another one with pesto and Parmesan. Yum. And there's one other in there. Oh, and truffle. Truffle, Debbie. The, I'll truffle do egg. that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sacrifice for the team. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. A full-on riot broke out during a stage version of The Bodyguard. We'll explain why and what happened there. Also coming up. The Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, enjoying the biggest global opening for an animated film of all time. Uh, it's actually really big. And uh, we got some audio from that. And Taylor Swift will have a new album coming out because she broke up with her boyfriend. Oh, oh no. Boy. So get ready for another album. It's all straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Like the biggest animated movie opening of all time in the world. I heard it was a really good movie, though. The Super Mario movie? Yeah. So we'll tell you all about that coming up. Uh, Jennifer Garner who might be the only person who has never seen any Ben Affleck memes. How does she do it? And the full-on riot that broke out during a stage version of The Bodyguard. We got the details on that. Why and how it happened. Coming up. First, let's begin the Sour News with Taylor Swift this morning. Well, sad news. Taylor Swift is single. I actually feel horrible hearing this over the weekend. I received all the notifications from TMZ and E! Online. It looks like her next album is good as written because over the weekend she announced that her and her partner of six years, Joe Alwyn, have broken up. Uh, we're hearing there's no real like story here. They just kind of grew apart. They plan to remain friends. I think it happened when, like... She gets so into the tour and planning the tour and launching the next thing that maybe she just forgets that she's in this relationship. I'm sure that's probably true. Yeah, because she is one of those people like if you watch any documentary about her at all whatsoever that she's involved in, she is like one track. 
If she's planning a tour, she is focused on just that, and it doesn't seem like she's got time for anything else. What's her boyfriend's name, Joe? Joe Alwyn, Joe's like, hey, enough with the Easter eggs over here. Yeah, exactly. Stop trying to figure out all these things. We don't need any more fancy hidden meanings. Just go do your show. Is there any room in your life for me? There's not, dude. I'm sorry, for us? (laughs) No, there's not. Well, it looks back, looking back at it, it looks like they may have been broken up for a couple of weeks though, because back on March 31st in Arlington, Texas, when she did her Eras tour, she uh, replaced the song Invisible String, which is supposedly a love love letter to Joe. She replaced that with The One, which is a song about ex-lovers so that's your easter egg tim right there she's been telling us all along that she's been broken up with joe but i am so sad for her because i really wanted her to like be in love and be happy and kind of explore that yeah well the anticlimactic way that they broke up you know since there wasn't any drama we're so used to seeing drama in these situations i think it's just how most people break up isn't it you know just kind of you realize you grow apart, yeah. and then it's just kind of done. But also, isn't he British? I think he lives in, like, London, and they were living together in New York. And so I think they're just But in better days, didn't he night. regularly go to all of her shows to support her? I believe so. And he would go to her performances. He's but like, it's got to be exhausting. He's like, honey, this three-hour <laughs> yeah. tour you're doing, I'm out. Yeah. She do I have three to stay, hours and 15 minutes every night, Taylor? Do I have to stay Taylor? for the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she'll move on to somebody else. Well, she's got a track record. She sure does. So I'll be backstage. It'll be one of those things, like, maybe years down the road. They reconnect. They'll get back together. They'll realize, she'll realize that she needs to make time for love. Hey, (laughs) if it can happen for Ben and J-Lo... Oh, my God, for sure. It could be a song. It would just be called Make Time for Love. Yeah. There you go. I just wrote it. <laughs> well, that sounds like yeah. it could yeah. be a Taylor These song. These albums, they write themselves. Yep. All right. Speaking of Ben Affleck uh, and Jennifer Lopez, uh, we got news on Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. That plus the rest of the day's e-news coming up straight ahead. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here once again with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, Jen told an Australian magazine, she said, you know, I, I, I actually work really hard to not see either of us in the press. Because it never makes me feel good. Even if it's something nice about one of us. I just try to forget that I'm out there in any way and and the same with anyone I love. I don't I don't need to see anyone in my family made into a meme. Although I would agree with that. Although she acknowledges, she goes, although I'm sure he's quite meme worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a podcast he was on recently, and the first, like, six minutes of it is just the guest, and, like, he is the guest. It's him and the people just gushing over Jennifer Lopez and how amazing she is. 
And then this thing's like, I don't know, 50 minutes long or something like that. And right around like the 27 minute mark, they all go, there she is. And she just happens to pop by the basement and be like, hi, guys, how's it going? And they're all like, oh, Jennifer, like just loving all over her. So is that entertaining to you listening to because here's my thing and in i the begin- no, whenever I, really- I listen to podcasts <laughs> so much of the like the first 10 to 15 minutes of the podcast is teasing other things they're going to be talking about other guests events they have coming up well please you know like my page subscribe blah 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 and then and then when they finally get to the guest it's like another 10 minutes where they're just gushing and fangirling Oh. Like, can we just get to the interview? Yeah, no. So I listen to the Smartless podcast, which is the one I'm talking about. They know what they're doing. They, well, they don't really care either. They And the thing is, it's like if they start doing, so they have like a whole merch line that they've launched now. So now the whole beginning of it is like a minute commercial for their merch line. And I'm just like, fast forward, fast forward. Right. it's real easy. I know to you just, fast forward for like the first 10 minutes yeah, of these things. Yeah. But anyways, that Jennifer Lopez one with them was really funny because they are all gushing over her. And then she comes downstairs and Ben is there and they're all like, oh, hey, J-Lo. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, hi, guys. And it's just, it was cute, but also like kind of annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. All I'm right. Boring. <laughs> I do like that podcast, though. It's yeah. real fun. That's the one with uh, three guys. That- yeah, with Jason Bateman, Will Ferrell, and Sean Hayes. This is a smartless podcast you're talking about. Yes, and I always happened. come in and I'm like, you guys got to listen to this. You know, I always have little tidbits, but I'm also the only one that still listens, so maybe it's not I pop good. in every now and do then. Do you? Yeah, it's, pre- it's I good. I feel like they have good guests on there. Oh, yeah. You know, they get big name guests. Well, you also and- have a long ride in in the middle of the night. Yes, that's so- when I listen is in the <laughs> morning. It's a good time to put it on. It's good. It's good long form entertainment if there's nothing else on. And they're funny. They are very funny. And they pick on each other almost to the point sometimes where I'm like, e, a little cringy. Like, calm down. They're tight. All right. In other E! News, the Super Mario Brothers movie had the biggest global box office opening of all time for an animated film coming in at $377 million worldwide, mm. which is pretty incredible. The other uh, the other movie that kind of it was competing with at the time was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So that used to hold the world record for the global box office hits. But I heard it's really good. I had a couple friends take their kids to see it, and they said it's awesome. Uh, it's also good to note that Jack Black, who does the voice of Bowser's, just released a music video for a song called Peaches, which I guess is where Bowser confesses his love for Princess Peach. Yeah, I got a little bit of it if you Do want you? to hear it. Peaches, 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 Mario, Luigi, and a donkey come to a thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from you. Princess Peach at the end of the line. I'll make you mine. Oh, peaches, 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 peaches. Oh, wow. I'm enjoying it. That was pretty good. I can get into that. I know. Are you guys going to go see the movie? No. I just might now. <laughs> You are not going to see this movie. No way. Is it funny? 
I don't know. Uh, I'd go if it's funny. Right? I mean, I never played it, so I I mean, I don't have like a working knowledge of the characters. Of who Bowser's is. Princess Peach is the, that she always had on the little pink dress, Peach dress. And just to rewind for a second. That's legit what you just played. That's not a oh, parody. No, that's, that's legit. Really, no, 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 yeah, that's okay. I just wanted to verify yes. that. That's really from the movie. It is. <laughs> that's that's why some could comedy be worth thing. watching. Yeah. You go and let us know how it is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's got to be some to it, man. It was the biggest worldwide global opening of an animated movie of all time. And maybe people were just. And like they didn't have enough going on this weekend, so they, <laughs> they all just went. Is Easter a big the movie kids weekend? Were on the spring break, and yeah. they're like, "Jeez, old peace, it's raining. We got to get out of this house." Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Babe. It came out thirty yeah. years ago with the pig. Yeah. It so, exactly yes with the pig. Uh, thirty years ago, that movie came out, and starring in the movie Babe, almost thirty years ago, made James Cromwell, the actor, a vegan. And that experience helped inspire his animal activism. And at the age of 83 now, he's still at it. Last week, Cromwell heard the story of a pig that fell off a truck on the way to get fattened for slaughter. So he and PETA are transferring it to an animal shelter in Pennsylvania where it will not be eaten. Uh, They even named the pig Babe for obvious reasons. Oh, how cute. And here's the best part. James FaceTimed the pig and said he looks forward to meeting him in person. Hello there, little man. I understand your name is Babe. I knew a pig named Babe. What a smart little pig she was. Bet you are too. I hear you're rather an extraordinary pig. So you jumped off a truck so you wouldn't be somebody's Easter dinner? What a great thing to do. Nobody should have any animal for dinner. Invite the animals to dinner, that's what I say. So we're going to go to a sanctuary, and you're going to meet a lot of other incredible animals. And I'm looking forward to meeting you and all the other animals, and I'll see you there. That'll do, Pete. That'll do. That's what he said in the movie. Just to make the story absolutely perfect. Oh, how cute is that? All right, Star Wars fans are going to be super excited about this. It looks like the Skywalker saga is not over. Remember Ray from the Ray was the character. It was like she had this huge trilogy. Her name is Daisy Ridley. Well, that was one Star Wars movie I do remember mm-hmm. watching with Ray. So it looks like she's going to be coming back. They had a Star Wars convention in London on Friday, and Lucasfilms announced that it's going to be doing a new movie featuring Daisy Ridley as Ray. And they're also going to do two additional movies. It's not going to be like a big trilogy, but she's going to be one movie, and then there's going to be two separate other Star Wars-style movies. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. I feel like that is the saga that will never end. Like they have the Mandalorian. As long as he keeps making money, uh, man. I mean, it's, but it's like, you want to, how do you keep up with it? There's no way you could keep up with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like there's all the spinoffs. Right. No. I I may be seeing, what, two or three of the movies from the entire franchise. I did see this one with Ray in it. That's why I did this story, because I was like, I remember who she was. I think you and Jen went to see it, and then I think I went with Scott. I can't remember, but I remember the female. She dragged me to one. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed them all. I just can't keep track of how they all. Right. How they all. Oh, no. They're well done. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Okay. You've been to more musicals. Than I have. Yes. But the ones I've been to, like I went to Mamma Mia. Yeah. 
I, I saw it before it even hit Broadway. Oh, that's a great one. And, like, you know, everybody kind of got into it at the end. We're all singing and dancing, and it's very participatory. Yes, they which encourage makes it fun, you right? at the end of that one. They tell you. And there are certain shows that are like that, where they, like, are, like, everybody up, and everybody's, like, clapping and singing and dancing. Yeah, so. The Tina Turner musicals, very much oh, like that. Oh, of course. I can imagine, right? Yeah. So a stage musical version of The Bodyguard in the U.K. was actually halted, though, when a riot broke out because the audience wouldn't stop singing along. This happened Friday night in Manchester, England. The show was stopped several times because audience members decided to participate while others in the crowd were telling him to shut up. But it got unbearable during the showstopper, I Will Always Love You. Oh. So they cut the star's microphone and brought up the lights, and that's when the real chaos erupted. Variety says two women were forcibly pulled out of the theater by security. Uh, Several police cars showed up to oversee the evacuation of the theater after what patrons on social media described as fights in the aisles. Oh, my gosh. And even a mini songs. riot. Yeah, because I guess they wouldn't stop singing. It sounds like, <laughs> obviously, I mean, people were getting into it. So, I, I mean, if they're stopping the show, yeah, I, I would imagine the, the actors or the singers don't want them to participate. Oh, maybe not. But, you know, everybody thinks they sound like Whitney Houston when they start singing that song. Yeah, and but maybe just do. go with it. Maybe just let them get into it. it. I mean, if they're having a good time, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a couple of little tidbits here. Cocaine Bear, Tim. I know oh, you've yeah. been waiting to see that. It's going to drop on Peacock on Friday. So if you have the Peacock Network, you can watch Cocaine Bear. Okay. And then also Doja Cat decided that she is no longer going to do pop music. Her next album will be all rap. And then we got to give a little shout out here also to John Rahm, who won the Masters yesterday. Nice. We we were kind of watching the Masters all weekend, mostly replays, because they had to suspend play a couple of different times. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but on Saturday, they had three massive trees just fall. Thank God no one was hurt. Wasn't there someone standing, like, just happened to be in the sweet spot between, like, two of them? Yes. And everyone, they keep showing, we'll put the video up on the Q&A2 Facebook page, but they keep showing, like, all of a sudden everyone hears it and they all kind of go running. So they had a little bit of warning. And then everyone runs over to see, like, is everybody okay or what is happening? So I think that happened on Friday and they had a suspend play on that day. And then on Saturday it was, like, a total washout for the second half. So the Golf started yesterday morning at our house around 8.30 a.m. and went to about 8.30 p.m. I heard Jim Nance saying that they that's like the, out of all the golf courses in the world, that has the best drainage. Mm-hmm. So you and would that think, happens. I know. That's so bizarre. I'd be like, what? and those trees are tall. Huge. <laughs> they were, they looked like, yes, they looked like skyscrapers almost falling. It was insane. Unreal. Uh, okay. Ferris Bueller's day off. Bow, bow. One of the greatest coming-of-age movies from the 1980s. Actor Alan Ruck, who played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, he played Ferris's best friend. He only made $40,000 
And after the movie came out, he had to work in a Sears warehouse just to make ends meet. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, you feel like he'd be living fat off just that movie getting replayed on TBS a thousand times. Right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he, he is a successful actor and director. He's still working after all these years. 20 bucks says he's sitting in his car debating about whether or not he should go out. He'll keep calling me until I come over. He'll make me feel guilty. This is ridiculous, okay? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, with, I'll go. And so it begins. <laughs> yeah. Only made 40,000 bucks. That's crazy, crazy to think about that. Wild. Yeah, that is wild. All right. Do you have anything else? I think we're good. Uh, no, I think that's it. That's your latest <laughs> news for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati's production of Disney's Moana Jr. Live at the Tap Theater. Uh, for tickets and information, go to the Children's Theater. T-H-E-A-T-R-E, thechildrenstheater.com. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Cassie. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. All right, Cassie, here we go. This is Faker for Real. We got three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You're going to go see the Children's Theater of Cincinnati production of Moana Jr. You're going to love it. So is the real headline A, a greased up naked dude was arrested on a trampoline? Is it B, a tatted up naked dude was arrested on a tractor? Or is it C, a naked dude was arrested for urinating in the holy water at church? Um, I'm going to guess. It is not the holy water. It's actually A, the uh, greased up naked dude on the trampoline. Yeah, this is a guy who did not have a good Friday last week. Cops in Florida got a call around 2 in the morning Friday about a guy breaking into houses in a suburb of Orlando called DeBerry. The guy's name is Blake Talkman. He's 34. He smashed a window trying to break into someone's home. Then he left and tried to break into a second house. But here's where things got fun. When police arrived, Blake was fully greased up and naked. What was he doing? Trying to find something to smoke. (laughs) Turned out he'd covered himself in wheel-bearing grease and peppermint oil. I got one running, going westbound behind just the fence. He's naked. He's in the pool. Still running. Get back here! Put your hands behind your back! Hands behind your back! Oh, okay. It's like a paste. Yeah. What's all over you, man? Smells like toothpaste. (laughs) Thank God they had footage of that. Yeah. He tried... That that was uh, audio from the body cam footage. He tried to run away, as you heard, and then jumped into someone's swimming pool, but then climbed out of the pool and hopped on their trampoline. What is happening, dude? So police arrested him on the trampoline which was not easy to do because it was so slippery, as you just heard. Uh, Thankfully, he didn't have a chance to do any naked jumping. This is when police officers don't get paid enough right here. Oh, you're not kidding. it's finest. No wonder they're having trouble recruiting Correct. Among other reasons. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the cop's chest cam got the whole thing on video. The grease and oil made a weird paste. And uh, (laughs) as you heard, he thought it was toothpaste at first. 
They're pretty sure he was on something, but he no. wouldn't say what. Bath say. salts. Was it Florida? <laughs> yeah, say. it was Florida. Bath Florida. salts. <laughs> so he's facing a bunch of charges, including two counts of burglary. Wow. Yeah. All right. Coming up, 90s consumer reporter John Matarese is going to join us. What's new at Kings Island when it opens this weekend? Ooh, yeah, Saturday's exciting. the big day, right? I think so, the uh, 15th. Also, 10 bizarre rules parents had for kids. Your news that didn't make the news. Coming up. All right. In the meantime, another check on the roads. Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. From sunrise to sunset. Ron wins the Masters Marathon. Yeah. Was it was a marathon for sure. Final call right there. John Rahm of Spain got his first green jacket yesterday when he battled back to win the 2023 Masters Tournament by four strokes. Yeah, he was 12 under. Brooks Kepka tied for second with Phil Mickelson, who was eight under, who also came quickly from behind. But due to play being delayed because of rainstorms on Friday and Saturday, they resumed round three and played round four yesterday. So it began at 8.30 a.m., ended at, uh, it felt like it was after 7. It must it have was, been like yeah. closer to 7.30 or something. It was something. closer to like 8 o'clock by the time that they did the whole jacket and yeah, all that. because our dinner was delayed yeah. because of that. We watched it. I mean, I can't say I watched all of it. My dad, of course, was just glued. But uh, to your point, what you brought up earlier, right before that rain delay at the Masters on Friday, uh, you may have seen or heard of two tall pine trees that were uprooted and fell right in front of the 17th tee box. Because of the early noise from the trees, spectators were able to scatter from harm's way, but... Uh, this is audio of Scott Van Pelt of ESPN describing what happened. The wind which came whipping through, and you can see the aftermath of it. Several enormous pines have fallen there to the left of 17T. And to see the aftermath of them falling is, is horrifying. Miraculously and gratefully, we can report that there are no injuries scrambling to make sure that patrons were all right and gratefully. Thankfully, there were no injuries at all associated with that, and the cleanup will continue. Yeah, you can actually hear the ground crew with chainsaws clearing the trees during the rain delay. I'll put the video up on the Jeff and Jen Facebook page if you guys want to check that out. It is something because they are just massive. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. I mean, watching those two things, you know, obviously if it had landed on someone, they would have been killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But seeing... uh, there had to have been at least one, maybe two people that just happened to be in that sweet spot between yes. these two giant trees that fell. Scary. All right. It is 719 at Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, right, got a handful of Easter leftovers here. How was your Easter weekend? Also, 10 bizarre rules your parents had. And how'd you like to have a... A day spent doing nothing. Oh, that sounds amazing. Perfect. You know, men get those days way more often than women do. Don't I know it. (laughs) It is Monday, the 10th of April, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Hope you had a great Easter. Uh, we we made a lot of deviled eggs yesterday. We, We started Saturday night. 
we probably made two and a half dozen hard-boiled eggs, and then we peeled them Saturday night. That was our Saturday night date night. It's <laughs> cooking and How peeling eggs. How sexy is that, Isn't Jeff? that sexy? Oh, man. Mm. And uh, so then <laughs> we put great. those in the... I was going to say, I bet your house smelled amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Sunday, we got up, and she made like five different varieties of deviled eggs. Yes. She made the classic. She made a Borzon cheese version. See, I think you should say what's in the classic because even the classic. So when you say classic to me, I feel like that means that it's like mayonnaise, mustard, relish, paprika. That's it. Mayonnaise, yes. Mustard, yes. Uh, and also a little bit of uh, uh, apple cider vinegar. Okay. In it. And that's part of my regular routine. I either do vinegar or a splash of pickle juice. Okay. Yeah. And that uh, gives it a little zing. Well, we do like the ours is mayonnaise. With the, with the mayonnaise, mayonnaise and mustard. mustard and then like sweet relish. Yeah. That's it. Uh, some people use Miracle Whip, which I, I don't think is a mayonnaise. That You got to go Duke's. I don't know if that's, is that mayonnaise? America? I don't know. Yes. Du- we, whatever Duke's is. That's Miracle Whip is a go. salad dressing with sugar yeah. in yeah. it. Is Duke's like Miracle Whip? I no, don't know. Dukes a, is regular mayonnaise. It's real mayonnaise, oh, right? Yes. yes. Well, How yes. different is Dukes from Hellman's? Because we do Hellman's. I don't know. I love. I it's just love it. It's a little creamier. Well, but yesterday both good. Yeah. we had a so we had like a ham that we got at Kroger, but then we had a special Dukes mayonnaise, which was bacon and tomato oh. mayonnaise, and so we put that on this ham sandwich, and it tasted like a BLT. It was amazing. Uh, she also made a version that had avocado. And real crispy bacon in it. Yum. And she called that green eggs and ham. That's nice. cute. Uh, made another one with like a truffle, your typical truffle deviled eggs. And then a pesto and Parmesan version. Uh, thank you for bringing in the leftovers. It was a nice uh, leftovers, man. nice little 6 a.m. snack. Oh, my God. The parents got leftovers. We got leftovers. I brought in leftovers. We got plenty of leftovers. I'm definitely going to be eating some of those here soon. I asked my mom. I said, what did you? What are we having for dinner? She's like, well, I made fresh kibasa, smoked kibasa. I made ham. I was like, okay. Mm. Thank you, Mom. Cheesy potatoes. Everybody was eating good. Oh, yeah. It was so yummy. Well, we kind of half-assed it, though, because uh, we got the ham brought in. So we didn't do that ourselves, but but well, now scalloped potatoes that was basically a heat and eat too. Oh, was, but we made salad. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I made couscous salad. My parents made the potato salad, and then I had a bunch of different trays. Like we had like a charcuterie board, we had a fruit tray, veggies tray, and dip chips. You know, all the good stuff. Well, you know, there was a lot of talk of people dyeing potatoes and or painting potatoes instead of eggs this year to save a few bucks because of the high cost of eggs. But the question is, how many people really did that? So they had a reporter out asking people outside of a grocery store in New Jersey, hey, you know, are you hopping on this trend? Did you do it? Are you going to do it? Everyone this reporter talked to said it was a ridiculous idea. So it looks like Easter eggs have survived inflation for now. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, a realtor in Rochester, New York, went viral after posting photos of a house with the Easter bunny hanging out in every room. Some people thought it was kind of creepy, but it might have worked because the listing now says there's a sale pending. Also, two people (laughs) were injured in an Easter parade in Spain when a five-foot statue of the Virgin Mary caught fire. Oh, no. It went up when a lit candle fell on it. Two guys were actually hurt trying to put out the flames. 
In Easter-related crime, a bunch of chocolate Easter bunnies were seized in an airport in Brussels because they were actually solid lumps of MDMA. Oh, no. That's the main ingredient in the drug ecstasy. Uh, And finally, some Easter-related good news this morning. A food truck in Michigan handed out free meals to veterans for Easter. Uh, The menu included sloppy joes, pulled pork, french fries... Cake for dessert? Oh yeah, we had a we had a carrot cake from Bon Bonnery. <gasps> oh nice. Ooh, yum. I made a um so I used the Dolly Parton Southern style banana cake mix. Yeah. And and I made a bunt cake and I didn't even eat it. And I forgot to bring pieces of it in oh. today. I just was so Is that is that the Dolly distracted. Parton Duncan Hines thing yes. that I'm seeing with her uh, image on the logo there? Yes. I That's saw it. that at Kroger the other yeah, day. Yeah, I'll bring some in tomorrow. We'll see if it how it do, how it does. My nephew Jacob ate a slice of it and didn't finish it. And I go, "How'd you like it?" He goes, "It's very banana-y." Oh, <laughs> so I'll let you know. You That's be the how judge. Dolly likes it. I'm excited yeah. about trying I'll, the bunt. I'll bring it in. I didn't. I don't have any other pans but a bunt. Fritch was totally Trudy from Mad Men when she goes, "I'll make a bunt." I'll make a bunt. <laughs> I did. I made a bunt. <laughs> Uh, Also, a cop in Northern California rescued a rabbit she saw in the middle of the street last year. And for Easter, her her department announced that they were actually promoting the rabbit to the rank of wellness officer. They posted a photo of it in a police canine harness. And dozens of people on motorcycles showed up at a children's hospital in Pittsburgh on Saturday to drop off Easter bunny toys for the kids. So... Whatever you did, wherever you went, hope you had a great Easter. Uh, Here's a question for you on another topic. Did your parents or your friends' parents have any weird rules when you were growing up? We talked about this a little bit yesterday just on a different, you know, like how our topic was more about like what kids can kind of get away with now versus what we were permitted to get away with. Yeah. So we didn't really have like weird rules, but we did have a lot of <sighs> rules, but nothing weird in my opinion. Some of these are really funny. Like one mom told her kids to not cover their mouth when they coughed or sneezed because she didn't want their hands to get dirty. Oh, that is a weird rule. My cousins, my cousins, Sean and Shannon, uh, I remember their mom, Aunt Charlotte, did not allow anyone in the house to use the word fart. They had to call them fluffs. Yeah. That, that, so that was one that I think was a little bit different for us. Like we didn't say the word fart. We would say like pass gas. And we weren't allowed to say sucks. We weren't allowed to be like, that sucks. That was another thing. That sucks. Yeah, this sucks. Like yeah, that's I us couldn't with either. like cussing. Yeah, no, I, I we couldn't even say damn or hell or yeah anything. My kid said that the other day. She said, "What the oh, hell? What the hell?" Start like she got she mad and she was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, well, "Just like mommy." Maybe a different word, honey. Uh, kid's mom thought drinking more than one glass of water a day would dilute the nutrients in their body, so. <laughs> Wow. So after one glass of water, they'd have to drink seven up. Oh, good. So they could get their nutrients back. Yeah. I know. Some <laughs> all those seven up nutrients. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, guy's parents still enforced his bedtime when he was in his 20s. He partied at a friend's house for his 21st, 
had to call his dad at 8 p.m. to say he was going to bed. Oh, no. Of course, he secretly stayed up later than that. But So my I have an aunt that lives in Louisville, and her daughter is, I guess she's probably 25 now, and she was still living at home while she was figuring some things out. And they had a super, super strict curfew for her. Like, if she had to be home by midnight. And it was one of those things, like, even though she was 25, they were like, look, it doesn't matter. This is our house, and it shuts down at 12. Right, we and want everyone in. If you're not in, and you then don't come in till morning. Yeah, you're locked out. Yep. Uh, kids, very religious parents would not let him watch SpongeBob SquarePants because they thought the holes in SpongeBob's body would induce, quote, lustful thoughts. Mm. Just the holes? <laughs> yeah, right. A kid's grandfather wouldn't let them finish their leftover cereal milk by drinking it from the bowl. They had to finish it off with their spoon. That was my mother. She would not let us drink it from the bowl. We had to finish it with our spoon, and we had to tip the bowl Forward, forward. You know, like how they teach you in etiquette class when you're... No, I don't. Eating a bowl of soup. <laughs> I did not go to etiquette school. Yeah, yeah well, she didn't want person. you slurping it. Is that the? Is that what it was? I feel yeah, like it was just uncouth. She wanted oh, yeah. us to be dainty, I guess. And use but I feel like using the spoon to drink a third cup of milk is more slurpy than just tipping Take it back it. and yeah. throwing it down. It's awkward. Yeah. A uh, couple kept running... Kept a running tab of all the money they spent on their kids for 18 years from food and clothes to sports equipment and then told them they'd eventually have to pay them back. Oh, no. But when they graduated, they cleared their tab and called it their graduation gift. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I think it's a nice little lesson on money, and I think it's more ha-ha than serious. Mm. I don't like it. Like, my brother wanted uh, a... What do you call it when you get money? Uh, An allowance? allowance. Yes. We never had allowances, ever. My brother wanted one because all his friends in high school got one. Or all his friends in grade school. So my mom said, all right, you get $5 a week or whatever. And then she charged them for everything. (laughs) You you want to eat breakfast? Well, that's a dollar. You want your clothes to be clean? Well, that's a dollar. You know there's heat and air conditioning in this house. That's a dollar. So at the end of the week, he ended up with like 20 cents. (laughs) He ended up with like 20 cents. He's like, never mind. I get it. We got allowance, (laughs) but we had... Chores, like paid chores. Oh, we had to do the chores for yeah. no money. <laughs> yeah, we would get a lot. But we wanted to go to like the roller skating rink or whatever. We had to use our allowance for that money. So my mother agreed on a $2 a week allowance. So I was like, all right, great. I can make that work. And she said, but your stepfather's going to have to write a check because we don't have any cash. And he would never remember to write the check. And I would hound him and he'd be like, I don't have my checkbook. Probably because he didn't want to write a stupid so how, $2 how, check. How old were you at this time? You could take your your nine-year-old self to, to yeah. the bank, bank to right. cash a $2 check? Yeah, exactly. So I had like all these checks or weeks would go by and then he'd finally remember and then he would just write me like a $20 check or something. That's funny. Which I had to wait. Exactly. <laughs> See the insanity that we... This is... Like everybody had something weird in their household or a weird rule or mm-hmm. some weird quirk to their family. Um, used Kleenex had to be flushed. It could not go in the trash. A girl's mom made all of her friends wear socks in the swimming pool. Why? Why is your mom making us wear socks in the swimming pool? Because she was paranoid everyone had planter warts. Ew. uh. Another girl's mom took the don't swim after eating rule to the extreme. She also had to wait at least 30 minutes to take a bath. After eating? 
Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even realize that was weird until she became an adult, and she was like, wait, what? It takes a friend or someone to... To tell you, yeah. Hey, yeah, that's not what wait, the rest of the world's do not do? doing that. Right. right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is going to pop in here, so you don't waste your money. What's new at Kings Island when it opens this weekend? That's coming up next. In the meantime, another check on the roads. Here's Denise Johnson. I'm trying to reduce some stress in my life. I get aggravated quick. I went to a coffee house. This was last week. I was in a different city. It's like a hipster coffee. You ever get hipster coffee? Walked in, everybody had like a sticker on their laptop. I'm in line, I'm looking at the guy making coffee. He's got a half top on. Right away, I'm upset, I'm upset. Just hair all over the, oh, come on, bro. It's eight in the morning. I don't wanna see hair funneling into a belly hole. This guy had no, no belly button, had a belly hole. Do you know what lives in a belly hole? If you got one, go home tonight, take an air duster, blow it in your hole, and watch what falls out on your table, all right? Just get your hole away from the scones. This guy's going in for a croissant, and his hole is up against the scones. No one's seeing this? Apron. Sebastian Maniscalco from Is It Me? On Netflix. Should be on Netflix. That's where I saw it. Do you ever look forward to a day that is completely empty? I do. On the calendar. I do. These are some of my favorite days when you have absolutely nothing planned at all whatsoever. Yeah, new poll asked people, how often do you spend... An entire day staying home and doing nothing. No chores, no work, no obligations. Well, it depends on your gender. <laughs> because if you're a woman, probably not getting as many of those as men are. Or at all. Because it feels like we constantly are either fixing lunch or taking the kids somewhere doing laundry. It's not very often that we have days where we can do absolutely nothing. Yeah, women and Generation X people, so I guess that would encompass men too, are the least likely to get totally free days from time to time. So that could be why they're so excited about them. Um, And that would be, yeah, I mean, that would be me if I... You know, in addition to my job, I've usually got something going on in the afternoon or an appointment or some task that needs to be done. So I'm right there with you. But you could have a day where you work and then you go home and you don't have anything to do. But you do always have something to do. I always have exactly. something to do. Exactly. You right. got to empty the litter box. You got to put the dishes away. You got to, right. I mean, there's not ever a day where we, you have We got to prep and plan for dinner. and that's right. And that's just the regular everyday stuff. Yes. Not to mention additional like tasks that survival. need to be done. Yes, like living. The day-to-day, mm-hmm. the, the busy work. When asked if a nothing day is appealing, a third of women said, are you kidding? Absolutely. But less men, 
find it appealing. And they get more. They always want to have something to do? Probably because they have more of them. And so Uh, maybe they're just bored and they want something to do, which, ladies, that's a sign. Give them something to do. Don't worry. I always got a list on the fridge. Yeah, 10% of people who responded said they get those days every day. What's that like? Yeah. I don't know. 17% of people say they never have those days. Don't you feel like, too, I feel most women immediately have a list of everything they have to get done for that day. Right. You know, like, uh, we had the Easter celebration at our house yesterday, so immediately I know I got tons of dishes waiting for me at home. I got to start the laundry that I didn't get finished. I got to go to dance tonight with my kid. Yeah. There's um, immediately a million things I already know There's always something to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Kristen and I don't always have the same days off. Mm -hmm. So because I work Monday through Friday and I have Saturdays and Sundays off, those are usually the days that she has to work. Just say, so what are you going to do with your weekend? Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a list on the fridge. Here's what I would like for you to do. I'm going to enjoy my weekend. (laughs) Yeah, we have that coming up this weekend um, Penelope and I are going to go out of town and celebrate a birthday party for a relative of ours. And so Scott, immediately, because I'm taking the daughter, has a completely free weekend. To which I am like, well, what are you going to do on Saturday? Or what are you going to do on Sunday? Stop pressuring and me. he's like, I don't know. I might, <laughs> I might like, take my buggy out for a ride. Now, how about this? Yeah. How about you get the yard together? How about you pick up those sticks? Right. How about you dust off the furniture? Well, that's what I've done is I've come up with a list of standby things where if I get asked that question, uh, I'll make it sound like I'm going to be really busy this weekend. I already got my whole yeah. list ready, Kristen. Well, I got I got laundry. I got to work on my speech. <laughs> I got I don't know. I just make stuff up. I got to clear my desk off. You say that all the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I got to clear my desk. I've got I got a stack on my desk. I got to get to. That's smart, Jeff. That's smart. You know? You just did it that yesterday, fails. though. What else is yeah. in the stack? Oh but I, but I will say, though, Fritch, don't say, how about pick up the sticks? Because that's a question. How about no? Yeah. <laughs> you got to say, pick up the sticks. Yes. Oh, you're I, absolutely right. Because I remember that. growing up, my mom would say things like, you know, if you're not doing anything, the laundry downstairs needs to be brought up. Well, I'm doing something. Yeah. If yeah, you I, want me to do that, just say, go downstairs and get the laundry. Okay. Yes. If I'm not doing anything, I'll do that. If you feel like it, empty the dishwasher. Well, and that's the I thing don't too. feel like you it. You learn a lot with kids, though, because <laughs> I will also suggest to my kid, how about you pick up your crayons? And she's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not a question anymore. Pick up the crayons. No, I, Tim is absolutely right. When I get, uh, how about picking up sticks in the yard? Uh, my response is, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will, maybe not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, it's 743. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese has joined us live in the studio so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, guys. Getting ready for this weekend. Oh, Kings yeah. Island opening. Can't Ooh, wait. So exciting. <laughs> you know it's spring. First you had opening day. Now you have Kings Island opening. There's a pass holder preview Friday. And then Saturday morning at 10. Are you on the list the of the pass holder preview? No, I'm not that important. Oh. Uncle Joe will be there. <laughs> yep. I see. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, another opening of the park. They've got some new things for us. Now, here's the thing. People have been asking about this new section 
adventure port that they've been building over the winter. Ooh. It's a new Ooh. it's a new area with a couple of smaller rides. It's over by Adventure Express. Okay, and they're kind yeah. of taking the theming of Adventure Express, which is kind of that sort of like an Indiana Jones theming uh, on that ride. And yeah, but that's a fun coaster for kids. It's a great coaster for kids. They don't want to ride the huge. beast. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, you know, you've got a seven-year-old. They're not ready for the beast. Correct. They're not ready for Orion. You take them on Adventure Express. And it's, and it's just, perfect. It's just a nice mild coaster. And, you know, and at the end it has that Aztec theming that, you know, yes. nobody quite understood. Where everybody goes like this with the arms <laughs> yeah, with, with the arms down. going up and down. Yeah. And uh, they're taking that and they're expanding it to an area called Adventure Port. They're adding two smaller rides. Uh, they're adding a, a food a area. Hmm? Is there a boat? I don't think there's a boat. I'm only One asking because it's called a port. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Well, it's built. It's built around that little uh, lake, that uh, little gotcha. pond. That's that sort of the makes sense. beer garden area. So, uh, you know, they're they're giving it some theming. They're giving two rides. One is just like the old Skylab ride. It kind of starts spinning sideways and then it spins vertically, and you're like in this oh, capsule. Yeah. So there used to be a ride called Skylab there about 20 years ago. So uh, that's the thing, the highlight this year. However, it won't be ready for this weekend. All right. And we've talked to Chad at the park, and he says, ah, that one needs a few more weeks. So okay. uh, that area is not opening up. This weekend, you're going to see a new restaurant where Skyline Chili was when you came in. When you walked into International Street, you, know, you have that Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And then next to Starbucks is the big Skyline Chili. Yes. Well, that's becoming a, a grill. I mean, it's going to be a, a nice grill with uh, beef, with pork with uh, rotisserie chicken. I mean, they're they're going all out of the food. They've been doing this lately, the mm-hmm. past few years. If you've been to Kings Island, they've been adding nicer restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, brew pub, and this takes it to the next level. So that's kind of cool, uh, is adding that, a new restaurant. And then you've got the Racer, the vintage wooden coaster. They've added another 1,000 feet of new track. Oh, mm. so it's even longer? Well, no, not length, just redoing it. Oh, okay. or making it smoother because oh, that yeah, was rough. because it would beat you Oh, up my goodness. Yeah. You'd ride the racer four or five years ago, and you'd have to go to the chiropractor the next day. Uh, <laughs> part well, of the beauty of it. Last year, <laughs> they retracted about half of it. This year, the remaining 1,000 feet retracts, so you got a much smoother racer ride. Nice. And then... Overall, a bunch of the other little coasters have been repainted. Diamondback is repainted. So they've just got some sprucing up. I think it's going to look really nice this year. But you're going to have to wait a little bit longer to hit that adventure That's going to be fun. It's going to be a beautiful weekend to go, too. Yeah. yeah. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All that right. uh, starts up this weekend. How many people do you think from outside of the area does Kings Island attract? I mean, how far do you think people come to visit well, that amusement park? Well, all over. They, they regionally, you know, it's not obviously Disney World, but regionally, you got a lot of people there from... Uh, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Indiana, right. West Virginia, uh, West Virginia. A lot of people come in, so yeah, it's, that's quite a bit. It's a, it's a oh, big yeah. regional. It's a big regional draw. Yeah, and, and then uh, what's the one up uh, closer to Cleveland? That's, that's Cedar, Cedar Point. Point. They that the one same. is a, that one's a national draw. That's America's it, roller coaster. Yes, exactly. That oh. has you know the uh, the most famous coasters in the country, and well, for people who are fans, big, big giga coasters. Yes, too. big coasters, and for Ooh. people, I mean, people come there from California just because to. Go they're enthusiasts. Yes, yes. It is super cool. They're always uh, Unlike you, Jeff, they go to Cedar Point. But we got <laughs> Kings right. Island. We love it. As I always say, don't yeah. waste your money. All right. What do you have coming up tonight at 5? Oh, boy. Catalytic converter theft. We have a new report on which cars get their catalytic converters stolen the most. Ooh, right, that's buddy. good to know. That Cheers. happened to me once on my uh, Chevy Cavalier. Oh, I remember that. <laughs>
my I God. left to park at Main Strauss overnight, and you know what happened. I know. <laughs> Here comes French. <laughs> you could hear it immediately. <laughs> Coming up, we got a brand new second date update, plus the middle seat on airplanes completely eliminated. <laughs> Kim is looking for a second date update today with Peter, and we're going to try and help her out. Hi, Kim. Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, It's actually so crazy because I've literally been listening to you since my mom would drive me to school in the morning, and sometimes she would turn off second date update because she thought it was too inappropriate for me, and here I am. (laughs) If only she knew you'd be on second date update someday. That's so funny. But now you can go back and listen to all the podcasts and hear all of the things that your mother didn't want you to hear. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, they go back years, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they go back years. It's going to be so excited to hear me on here. I'm sure she'll be thrilled. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. So let's start from the beginning. How did you meet Peter, and how'd that first date go? So I met Peter on Match, and the first date, I thought, went super well. We basically went out for dinner and drinks, and we had this amazing time. He is so nice. He was a little shy in person, but I thought it was really sweet, and He has this really dry sense of humor that I really like, and he just made me laugh so much. And I could kind of tell that he's not the kind of guy to make, like, a big first move. So after a couple of hours being together, I felt like it was right. So I asked him if he wanted to come over to my place. And he seemed surprised at first, but he said yes, of course. So he came over and spent the night. And the whole night was just really sweet and fun. And I really felt a connection with him. And we just felt really comfortable with each other, which is something like that is super important to me. I mean, at least I felt that with him because now I'm wondering if maybe I misread him. Um, I have no idea. But anyway, he basically left early in the morning. And I said, I can't wait for our next date. And he said he was excited too, but he hasn't reached out. It's been five days and I'm just like so bummed. I really thought we had this amazing time. So I'm hoping you guys can help me. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you picked up on the fact that he's not exactly a first move kind of guy and that you needed to nudge him a little bit. Yeah. But as surprised yeah. as he was, he he was a willing participant. And I like the descriptive words you use when you all went back to your place and he spent the night. You, you thought it was just the whole experience was sweet and fun. You felt this comfortable vibe and a connection to be sure yeah i mean if you invited him back i mean that's that's kind of a bold move especially if you're with a guy who's already acting kind of shy to go ahead and say hey come on let's go and then he must not be that shy because he he went exactly i mean someone had to someone had to do it and that person was me (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, I'm trying to think of the character on an old, there's an old TV sitcom from the 1970s. It's called The Mary Tyler Moore Show, and the lady who played Ted Baxter's wife. Ah, what was the character's name? Anyway, (laughs) she sounds like her. Oh. Where she's so sweet and soft-spoken. Oh, my gosh, that's 
nice. <laughs> yeah, her character comes off very sweet and unassuming and gentle, yeah. but she's got a much stronger backbone. She's, and she's got a bite, you know, which it, her tone of her voice is very sweet, but sometimes what she says. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with her. Don't cross her. <laughs> Georgia Engel. Georgia, yeah. yeah. And yeah. her name on the show is Georgette. Yep. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. That's actually exactly how my friends would describe me. That's great. Yeah, anyway, that's who you reminded me of. So he sounds like the perfect guy for you because if he is a little shy to begin with and has a dry sense of humor, it sounds like you two would make a great couple. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And his humor, like, he just made me laugh so much. And I just feel like he checked so many boxes and... It just felt really rare that we had that connection, and I don't usually invite guys back. Like, that was just literally from the vibe of the date. So, yep. That's even better. I need help. Okay. He's so shy, he's not calling you back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wondered that, actually. I was like, maybe I need to, but right. still nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to do some of the work, and it has yep. been five days, so he's due for a call. Exactly, especially after spending the night. Right. That's right. So we'll take a break here, Kim, and when we come back, we'll call Peter and see what he thought of you and his date with you coming up. The second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, Kim met Peter on Match, and they went on a little dinner date, and she said he was just so nice, a little shy. A dry sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very funny. Not exactly a first move kind of guy, which she picked up on pretty quickly, but she solved that by just inviting him to her place, which is not something Kim does every day either. I know, like not at all. Like it surprised me that I did that. But hey, he said yes. He went back to your place, spent the night. You said it was sweet and fun. It felt comfortable. You felt like you had a connection. You told him the next morning, I can't wait for our next date. And he said he was excited too, right? We're paraphrasing here, but that Mm -hmm. was the gist, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was surprised, but then he was eager to go. (laughs) (laughs) Zero hesitation once he gave it a minute to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So that was five days ago. We're going to call Peter and see if it's just a matter of him needing another nudge or if there's some other issue there. You ready, Kim? Yes. Thank you, guys. I'm nervous, but keeping my fingers crossed. We're going to be right here with you, Kim. Hi, Peter. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, not much. Got you on speakerphone. It's Jeff, Jen, Tim, Q102 Morning Show. Oh, whoa. You guys are on the radio, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Good morning. And uh, don't mean to catch you off guard or anything. Wow, okay. We're not doing a contest. You don't have to answer any questions other than why haven't you called Kim back? Mm. <laughs> oh, um... Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This, this is kind of it's uh, it's 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 a weird situation there. Um, I I I did like her. I, I thought she was great. But there there was a little thing um, on her dating profile. She had that uh, that her name was just an initial K. So 
when we got to the date, she told me that uh, that her name was Kim. Right. And my last name is Kim. Your last so name is Kim, K-I-M? My last name is Kim, so if we got married, she'd be Kim Kim. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's, that's not okay. Well, that's not bad. I mean, I think terrible. it's kind of, I don't know. She could go by Kimberly. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have that weird confusion my whole life. Really? Like, this is the sticking point? Wow. Are you sure there's not something else? Because she sounds lovely. Very lovely. Say it, Kim Kim. Kim Kim. Kim Kim. I'm Kimberly Kim. Or just say, hey, I'm Kim Kim. It's unforgettable. Truly. I mean, my name's Tim Timmerman. Tim Timmerman. Oh, that's true. Some people, when I was, you know, in high school, would call me Tim Tim. And honest to God, people think that Tim Timmerman is a radio name, like a name that he invented for the radio. Yeah, everybody got Tim Timmerman on your uh, dial. That's your legal name, right? And who was the girl that sang Tim Timmerman, Tim Timmerman, Tim Tim? Kristen Foydal, second grade. (laughs) (laughs) Tim Timmerman. You'll have a red carpet moment with her someday. I hope to. Someday. Yeah. Listen, Peter, you sound like a nice guy, and, and we don't want to push you into something if, if you're just not feeling her. But honest to God, if the name is the only thing, can we bring Kim into the conversation she, since she's on the line with us and give her an opportunity to plead her case? Kim, you still there? Hi, guys. Hi, Peter. Yes, I'm still here. Hi. <laughs> Did you know that Peter's last name is Kim? No, it's actually really funny because I'm realizing I never even asked him his last name. But the thing is, Peter, if we ever were to get married, it wouldn't be an issue because I was planning on not changing my name anyway. Like, I always thought that. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, my wife didn't change her last name. So. Yeah. So there you go. Problem solved. Uh, that, uh, that would actually be a, a problem for me because I'm not going to marry someone who won't take my last name. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're like old school like that, huh? Right. Huh? Are you serious? I like what year is this? Um, I, I I know I know what year it is. It, it's just the way it's got to be. You know, my my wife has to have the last name Kim. It's just it's yeah. End of story. Is that a personal preference, or is that like pressure from your family or something? Oh, it's 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 a personal preference. I I I do. I'm not a traditional person, but that is something that uh, that I've I've always been set on, and um, and it's important for me. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. Interesting. Honestly, like that's kind of a turnoff. Like how, like the, I don't know. I just don't really like that. That's that's like really weird to me. It feels like ownership. Like I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Thought we had a solution, yeah. and we didn't. I guess we don't. No, we're in an impasse. Hmm. That, okay. All right. Well, well, that's a bummer. Yeah, Kim, we're sorry. Thanks, guys. I mean, at least I have my answer, and now I know it definitely was not meant to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, good attitude. Yep. All right. All right. Well, Peter, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate your honesty. Even though we don't always like the answer, got to be honest, right? Yep. Yep. Word. Okay. Best of luck to you, man. You too. Take yeah. it easy. Good luck. There is still, though, the question, though. Why'd he sleep with her if he knew? It wasn't ever going to go anywhere. You know why. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> Men. <Ugh. laughs> Can't say no to an opportunity. Yeah. It 
it'll be okay. I mean, that just felt like so like toxic masculinity, in my opinion. Yeah, it did. I, I'm I was kind of surprised by that. I wasn't expecting that version of him when we called him. Yeah, me neither. Like, I didn't get that vibe at all. And to your point, it's like, I mean, he did stay the night anyway. So what kind of person is that? Yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. Live and learn. Right, Kim? Live and learn. I'm always going to ask the last name from here on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck to you, Kim. Thank you, guys. Love it's talking been to you. so fun. Likewise. So if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot of $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is next. Hey, Jason. What's up? You tell me, how was your Easter? It was peachy. Great. Did you eat a lot of deviled <laughs> eggs and stuff? Did you have some ham? What'd you do? Oh, yeah. I had some ham, you know, had a lazy day, you know, the typical stuff. That's how it ought to be, right? Oh, yeah. All right, well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 here. Uh, yeah, this uh, this 1K letter of the day that we do around this time every day, we basically we call out a letter. It's a random letter of the alphabet. We don't decide on the letter. It's in a sealed envelope here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with whatever the letter is we're about to reveal uh, a couple things. You can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning, uh, we all agree, is to pass as quickly as possible. Meaning, if you can't think of the answer right off the top of your head immediately, just say pass, uh-huh. and, and we'll go on to the next one, and then we'll come back to it later. Because you'll end up, you, you'll ultimately answer more questions that way. Okay. All right, so uh, I'm opening up your envelope now. And... It says you got the letter N, as in Nutella. Ooh, Nutella. Yeah. That's right. delicious. Always thinking food. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yep. We started out the conversation with, how much ham did you eat yesterday? And oh, now yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, Nutella. That's a great word. <laughs> it's the language I bond over. I Although know. Nutella is not that great. I mean, it's okay, but it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, they sell it as a nut dip, but let's be real. It's just frosting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. You were so right, Tim. It tastes great on toast. Of course it does. It's frosting. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. Remember, Jason, you're you're channeling the letter N. And I will All not right. start the timer until Tim finishes asking the first question so that you get your full 30 seconds. Ready? All right. All right, Jason, here, here we, we go. go. An excuse for being late. Jason? Where'd you go, Pass. Jason? Pass, Pass a celebrity. Pass. A beer brand. Oh, my God. Daddy Light. City in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, that's tough one. Newport. Newport, a leisure activity. Neckin'. Napping. <laughs> a snack. Nutella. <laughs> no, Nutella. Jason, for the love of God, buddy. <laughs> it's, it's tough, right? It is tough. Yeah, it is, especially when you're on the spot. Of yes. course. I mean, you, you know, you hear it on the radio all day. We always get this. You know, people say, I mean, I play along on the radio it and I usually do easy. really well. It does. It and does. Then, and then once you're in the hot seat, man, I'll tell you what, it's a different different thing. Your brain goes... <clears throat> 
Yes, it does often, doesn't it? I hear yeah, you. I appreciate you uh, giving me the chance. Sure well, thing, listen, man. we do it every day around the same time, so try us back. You get better at it. All right. You guys have a good day. You, you too, too Jason. Yeah. All right. There it goes, Jason. I know. I was thinking an excuse for being late. Negative attitude. There you go. <laughs> a celebrity, Nick Lachey. Or Nelly. Oh, Nick Lachey. Nelly. Yeah. Yeah. Nelly, right. Speaking of Nick Lachey, I am almost all caught up on Love is Blind. And the finale, they're doing the live finale on Friday. So I'm oh. very excited and anxious to see who gets married, who doesn't, and who is still together. Do you watch that show, Jeff? I should, but I I just... I, you just I can't? Not. No, I saw something like it, though. How long the, has this been on? I feel so like I've seen the, this before. Yeah, you have, probably. This is the fourth, I think. Okay, the so I have watched blind. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I fell away from it. Because they, it was take, it was like they released a season and then waited, and then they released two seasons, and then now it's like you had to wait a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, is there anyone you're rooting for that you think actually have a chance here? Yeah, I mean, they're all beautiful looking people, right? So if you've got a connection with someone you've never laid eyes on, yeah, and, and then they reveal, I mean, they're. They're all relatively attractive, right? I really want Brett and Tiffany to make it. And they're the couple that I'm really rooting for. Like, for example, on Friday, I was watching a little bit of it, and I was just yelling at the TV, you need to stay away from him. Go somewhere else. But this couple, Tiffany and Brett, I'm very excited for them. So if you have watched or you know that they break up, please don't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't ruin it. But, I mean, what I like about the whole idea of Love is Blind is that you know, you don't have the influence of the visual getting in your way. Yes. Which I feel like is sometimes a bigger a bigger problem for men. Yeah. Who, you know, think oh, with yeah. other parts of their body. That- I don't know because um, there was a couple. So it's interesting to see the way that it works is when they're in the pods, like they literally are just dating for eight hours a day, like getting to know someone, talking, 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 talking. Yeah. And then when they meet each other... Some of them immediately are just like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like, I just knew I would like you. And then there's a couple of people that it feels like their dynamic or even their communication changes when they see each other. Like, because they have that wall between the two of them, they feel like they can reveal anything and won't be judged. Right. But when they see each other in person, they're like, I'm still. You know, are you still that same person? Some of them change. I mean, it, it is an interesting social experiment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And they say that a lot in the show, too. Like, I don't know if they, like, make them say that, but they'll, they always say, like, when they talk to their parents or when they talk to their friends, they're like, yeah, we signed up for this experiment. Yeah. This is an experiment. And it is interesting, too, because there's obviously people that are truly looking for love. Mm-hmm. There are people who are there to be famous, there yes. is usually at least one. I haven't seen this season, but last Irina. season there was one. There is someone who is on cocaine, uh, uh, who is just like very like, <gasps> like, no, like that one dude I, from yeah. a couple seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I said, know. I haven't watched this season. It's always interesting to me. I think there might be one couple left out of all of the seasons that are still together. Yeah, but I can't wait to watch the finale. So when I first got into radio, I was in my late teens, early 20s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you start out in radio, 
you know, they kind of put you on like a late night shift sometimes, an overnight shift, and you're making next to nothing. But you're just so happy to be working, you know, to, doing to what have you a love. job, doing what you oh, love, yeah. that you're you don't like, care. Do whatever you want me to do. But the thing about working late nights on the radio, especially overnights, is, I mean, you have so few listeners and, like, nobody's calling. Mm-hmm. So when the phone does ring and it's someone who's, obviously got insomnia maybe they can't sleep maybe they're bored or maybe they're maybe they're partying or whatnot and 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 they start talking he's like oh my god yes human conversation <laughs> yeah how are you right Hello. and so over the years you know you start like making friends with regular listeners who calls like hey bob's calling how's it going bob and then every now and then you get a very attractive sounding woman calling Clever, witty, fun, interesting to talk to. <laughs> is that the one you would go out with? Like, you know, is, is, maybe we should meet up. Hey, Susie, what's up? Well, hey, I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be live at uh, such and such club Thursday night. You should, you should come join. And then, you know, they would show up and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is ever going to turn romantic. <laughs> It's nice that you would at least invite them out. Yeah. Well, to an already planned event. Yeah. It's not like you say, I'll meet you in the parking lot behind the station here. Uh, after yeah, my but shift. I know someone that used to work here, and they would go out with people that they would talk to on the request lines every now and then. Like for Like a, go out on a date. Like on a, on a date? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what happens is you start That's the conversation. That's risky, though. But you start the conversation like you would any conversation that you would have with a DM. Like, hey, what's up? You know, and then you say, hey, send me a pic. Or what, what are you, what's your name on social media? So then you kind of, like, start stalking each other. Yeah. Well, and you can kind of see what each other looks like. Now that we have social media. Yeah. But, like, in, in those days, we didn't, we didn't have social media. And there was no website. So unless they met you at a station event. You they didn't know no what idea. you looked like yeah. either. So, oh, you know, yeah. I'm sure many were as disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeff invited me down here and now I'm leaving. Right. No, thank oh, you. Oh, man, you don't look anything like your voice. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, that's all gone away because you guys do Facebook Live videos every day. We're constantly up on social media. I right. mean, you know, I was on an NKU billboard, which was incredible. But everybody knows what you look like. You're everywhere. You're on the NKU billboard. You're in the Arlinghouse commercial. I am. I am available for hire. You're seeing the Q102 <laughs> commercial. <laughs> I know. Look at you. You got like a little side... Little side, side business, hustle, right? You're like a commercial spokesperson. I am really good at being like a background actor. Hi, my know? name's Fritch. I'm educated, and I have a great HVAC guy. I do, <laughs> and I, you know, that's my favorite thing about the Arling House commercial is I am actually interested in what they have to say. But then at the end, I just get to give a little wave. And thanks I for say, coming. Thanks for coming. See you later, buddy. Yep. <laughs> she got paid ten thousand dollars for that one wave. No, no not kidding. at all. No, not yet, but someday, <laughs> someday. Okay, uh, let's talk about travel for just a moment as we head into the busy travel season. Nothing is ever going to make the middle seat on a plane appealing to anyone. So, what if we could just remove them? Let's just take them out. Someone just unveiled a new design concept for commercial airplanes that features no middle seats, but 
It isn't exactly roomier because instead of having one cabin with an aisle down the middle, there are three separate enclosed cabins with an aisle down the center of each. What do you mean? I'm not in seeing this in my head. Two cabins are side by side. Oh. And the third is above them. So each of the rows has only two seats on each side of the aisle. But because this design packs three cabins into one plane, there are still more seats overall, which hmm. the airlines would like. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. Uh, but the two questions that came to my mind, what about windows and emergency exits? Yeah, like where are they and how do you get to them? Because since the, since the two cabins are side by side, the inner rows can't look out of the plane. So instead, just a wall there, there. there's a wall there, but they create so-called virtual windows, which is just a long screen that shows sky. Mm, no, thank this you. This is already a bad idea. They didn't say if it would somehow show what was actually outside or, or just a generic video loop of a bright, cloudy sky. Uh, it's also unclear how the emergency exits would work, but with less people in either side of the cabin, I suppose it's possible that they would just use the side exits while the top cabin would use the exits at the front and back of the plane, I guess. Yeah, but that doesn't, I don't want, I want to be able to open the window and look out and look down at like the Grand Canyon or look down at, you know, little tiny towns. Well, if you like that, you'll need to pay extra. Ugh, of course. Always. I mean, this is just a concept for conference at this point. No one's planning to actually construct planes like this. So if it were to happen, it'd be a long way off. And I'm sure undergo quite a few modifications from, from this stage. Yeah. But, you know, what I kind of had in my head was, I, I'm not suggesting they do this, but one way you could do it is if you did like two, two, and two, but then you'd have to really make those seats more narrow so that wouldn't work for people of a larger mm -hmm. physique larger size yeah yes yeah i mean would you be willing to pay more to never have to sit in the middle seat yes see for me it works out well because we have a family of three so one you know it's not that big of a deal for us to have you know our kid on the end or in the middle or whatever even when she gets older i think the three of us will always want to sit together right so to me it doesn't feel like that big of a deal my expectations are so low getting on any plane, <laughs> any airline. I absolutely hate every second of it. I am absolutely miserable. I take Michigan recreational gummies. I show up. By the time it wears off, I am at the destination. Fine. Don't matter if I'm on the window seat, the end seat, the middle it seat. It doesn't matter. It's going to suck for two and a half hours no matter what. Yeah. I mean, plus if you're flying with two of you. I mean, is it bad if one of you's in the middle? Just put the armrest up and snug. Well, like when the kids were younger, you know, we flew with them. It was easy to do. Yeah. And it's it's perfect, you know, if you got mom, dad, and child. Mm -hmm. You're small. You go in the middle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and they don't care. You know, they got their iPad or whatnot. They just like being on the plane. Oh, yeah. It's an exciting, exciting time. Sure. I know we are going, uh, we're going on a family vacation at the end of May, and two of our nephews, Brandon and Bailey, have never flown before. So we get to be a part of the first time they ever get to fly on an airplane. 
Isn't that exciting? That's awesome. Yeah, they're so excited, too. We were talking to them about it yesterday at Easter, and they were like, I've never flown. I'm like, it's so awesome. So it'll be real fun to, like, experience that with them. I think back to the days before phones and iPads, and it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to draw? Yeah. You're going to play the dot game? Colors. <laughs> going to play cards? Like four hours Remember Delta would pass out the cards? Yeah. You're like, oh, let's play war. My first introduction to air travel, we, uh, I was little, and there was uh, there was a charity, a local charity in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Jimmy Fund, which uh, benefits the Dana Farber Cancer Institute. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's for kids, and if you if you made a donation, you'd get to take a plane ride, like you would take out take off out of Logan Airport, fly around the city, basically <gasps> do a loop, and then land again. That's cool. I, so I guess my parents like made a donation or something enough that they could just take this. It couldn't have been that expensive. It couldn't have been that much money. But and so you could just go up there kind of whenever you wanted. I had never been on a plane before. And so whatever the donation was, you know, if it's 20, 50 bucks or whatever it was, we all just boarded this airplane, no luggage. We fastened our seatbelts. We got in, I got a window seat and it was the first time I had ever been in an airplane in my life. And it was the most incredible experience ever because i was looking out the window and i could see the city and all the people below i was probably six okay five or six i'm guessing but like i was i was hooked and i know that air travel can be a nightmare Mm -hmm. especially for tim but hey i'm just happy to get where i'm going in a couple hours without spending 12 hours in the car. Well, and I mean... <laughs> and like, I'll suffer through those those moments for the end result. Yeah, I mean, you have delays, and sometimes, you know, the plane is overbooked, and you just have difficult seatmates, passengers. So, I mean, it, it can be really challenging for some people, and, you know, some of it has to do with the airline you take, and... Yeah, there's a lot of factors. A lot of factors involved, but... Some people are just nervous flyers. Jen, mm-hmm. she hates flying. I love it. I'm like, I, there's something to be said about a great road trip, but also there's something to be said about getting there in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, love, for sure. I love and it. And I will spend top, I will sacrifice other necessities in life mm-hmm. to be able to afford that extra wide seat or closer to the front of the plane or whatever I got to do to make it more pleasurable and comfortable because I love travel, so I can't, I mean, I can't not fly. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll spend whatever it takes. And, and usually, it, we usually fly Delta. We have a great experience. Nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. There's one guy who was forcibly removed from his flight after repeatedly being asked by the crew to exit. I guess the guy had requested a pre-flight cocktail. Oh, no. But was denied, prompting the meltdown. Uh. Here is the man as he's being forced off the American Airlines flight. Hey, don't, 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 you stole my phone. You stole my phone. I'm allowed to record. Give me my phone. Okay, I'll get up. Stop. Get up. Stop. 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 Stop
Yeah, it sounds like he's laughing what there for a happening? minute. Yeah, the man is sobbing as he's getting forced off the American Airlines flight. Wow. Yeah. Uh, dude. That, yeah. it, to me, is just, I cannot handle that part of it when you have an unruly passenger. I just can't. Just sit down. We flew back from the Dominican Republic one time, and this guy behind us was just losing his mind because the flight attendant asked him to put his daughter's bag under the seat. She right. couldn't hold it. Yeah. He said, that's got to go under the seat. And um, he was like, well, she held it on the way down here. And it was like, well, right now I'm telling you to put it under the seat. And even his wife was like, honey, just put it. And he's like, no. And he dug in. I think people. For no reason other than to just fight about it. Uh, I, I'm sure, you know, in his entitled mind, Unst- he thinks, you know, I'm paying so much money for Understood. a ticket. I'm going to do what I'm, He yeah. doesn't understand that, like, the flight attendants are the ultimate authority on that. Correct. Well, the captain is really. but Right. They're just enforcing the rules. Yeah. And it got to the point where she essentially was like, either put it under the seat or get off the plane. Right. And and she said it like a lot nicer than that than I would have. But even the wife, you could tell, was so embarrassed. And at that point, the kids are crying because it's just like everything is a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just like, dude, if you would have ju- it was. And that's the thing. The flight attendant was even telling him, like, it's probably going to be about 15 minutes that you're going to be without that bag. Are you seriously going to keep fighting me over 15 minutes? Seriously. Now you're delaying the plane. Yeah. Now you're doing, you know, all of these things. You want to ruin your entire family vacation over this? Put it underneath the thing and let's just go. Oh, my God. Yeah. That to me, that, oh, it's awful. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why Tim never flies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. That's why he dreads flying. <laughs> it is 844. Uh, final look at traffic in the morning unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. What do you got? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.